0: The real problem is we haven't decided who's in charge, so inevitably there will be like a power struggle between you and I, and I'm I'm looking forward to that.
1: Well, uh, I mean, I trained in jujitsu, jitsu Muay Thai, did boxing, I've had a lot of street fights, a number of knife fights. I've been charged with three felonies and was never convicted of any of them, and they're all for violent crimes, so yeah, we can have a pi- uh, vi- uh, uh, power struggle, I'm down.
0: Oh yeah, you, you think I'll be there. Listen, I'm not leaving <laughs> Northern Ontario. That's not how this is going to operate. It's going to be some, you know, some, uh, I'm going to f- finance our feud. <laughs> you're
1: gonna, what's that, the, the thing from Game of Thrones trial by combat? And you're going to just send like the biggest, meanest dude to come fight me?
0: It'll just be the guy from Game of Thrones. Fucking <laughs> like... Um, what's his... Like Lars Eriksson.
1: name. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. You're going to send the, the guy that was on trial here to fight me that was too small to fight other people because inbreeding. No,
0: okay. no. Not, I'm not going to send Peter Dinklage to fight you. I'm going to send the mountain. No, send Peter Dinklage. I feel like... I feel like you could defeat a Peter Dinklage. That seems pretty... I mean, what's he going to do? Fucking like recite Macbeth at you? <laughs> like regardless of that, even if Peter Dinklage were a full-sized man, he's still like a you know a pussy. thespian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And you're like, no, no, Bloom, you got to fight fucking what's that dude's name? ha Thor. That dude's name is literally Thor. Yeah, Hap
0: Hap Thor Bjornson. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Hap Thor. Dude, I went to in high school, there was a I don't know if I should say it, fuck it. Yeah. There was a family at my high school named the Christiansen's. Yeah. And both of their parents were physicians and they were Danish and there were seven of them. <laughs> and the, their names were like uh like Thor, Lars, like Kai, like they had all of these these very like Nordic names. And fucking Kai was really big and Thor was fucking huge and he played rugby and they had these two sisters who were, I mean, one of them was young, but the older one was very pretty. And so there's just this like beautiful fucking like Scandinavian Viking family and they were the nicest people on earth and they did everything together. So you'd go to like the dairy bar and it would be all seven Christian children just like sitting together having ice cream, like with, without their parents, they just like operated as this unit. And so Mm -hmm. you would think that, like, all of these, like, six, five, like, you know, Nordic guys and all of these, like, sort of beautiful, like, fair-haired, like, you know, fucking, I don't know, like, Anna Kornikova-looking women would somehow, like, use power to rule the high school. But they were just, like, this, like, I don't know how Christian they were, but they just had these, like, this, like, Christian family. vibe. It was, like, seven giant Flanders.
1: (laughs) That's fucking great, dude. You yeah. you essentially described like uh my dad's family they they were all Danish, my stepdad, they're all they are all Danish, but they uh came here and then became Mormon like a little bit after uh the Oregon Trail. So they just like joined Mormons and have to go through all that crazy shit. And that like early pictures on my dad's side of the family is a a bunch of massive Vikings dressed like 1910s Mormons and there's like 45 of them. <laughs> and he's like yeah so that's your great-grandpa that's your great-grandma and then that's your great-aunt your great-uncle your great-aunt your great-uncle your great-aunt your, great-aunt, your great like just a thousand of the first generation immigrants and then each one of them had a thousand kids also but so what you just described seems that's, very real
0: that's awesome just a dude with a battle axe very excited to tithe 10 percent of his wealth to the church you're <laughs> like, oh, I can't wait to, to give this away to support the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.
1: Oh, hello. Don't, this... <laughs> don't you guys know that the, we came here in wooden submarines?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, 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 <laughs> the Garden of Eden was in Jackson County, Missouri. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the natives, they are look like that because they have betrayed God.
0: <laughs> Fuck it. Just making tithing money by pillaging? Like you just go and you fucking like like berserker a village and then you're like, oh good, this money will fucking build a new gazebo.
1: Mm-hmm. This will pay for the <laughs> For Christ
0: <That's... laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Why do you have a fucking a ram's horn? Why do you have that?
1: It's a bull's horn and I had I got it. Uh, from a bull. It was a pipe. It was a marijuana. What do you, mean you got it from a bull, <laughs> like yourself.
0: Like earlier, you were like, "I'm such a badass. I've committed three felonies allegedly," and now you're just like, i, I fucking kill. I'm a matador, also." No,
1: no, a bull. The bull was slaughtered at one of my friends. Like, uh, you know, he's Mexican. One of my friends like fucking things. Uh, and I was like, you know, that's a bull. bull horns are fucking cool. My friend's dad cleaned it out all the way. You know, I presume he cut the bull's head off. Uh, Cleaned it out all the way, bore a hole in it, and fucking put a little marijuana bowl on the end and was like, here, this is how you smoke weed. So what he thought I wanted was to cover my whole face with the the bone of a dead animal and smoke drugs out of it. (laughs) Out of this side. Uh,
0: Yeah, you got to get a trumpet mouthpiece and put it in there so you can, like, call people to war or whatever.
1: I'm afraid that if I use it, it's just gonna it's gonna raise the titans, and I'm gonna begin the apocalypse. So I just I meme with it. You don't know if those things are like imbued with ancient powers or not. Even if you saw the cow or the bull that got slaughtered, I looked that bull in the eyes like an hour before it got slaughtered and had those touching moments where I'm like petting it on the head, such a gentle animal. And then a 45 minutes later, a, a Mexican dude came out and stabbed it in the throat and was like, "Aha, we party!"
0: Yeah, man. I look. You know, I grew up on a a lot of farmland. I've been around cows. And if there's one thing I've realized, it's that they're incredibly stupid. People are like, oh, you wouldn't kill a dog, would you? And it's like, dogs aren't total fucking retards. Like, you you don't even understand. Like, like, uh... oh, here's a story I have for you. So, uh, I was at this party once. And then this guy was there and something wasn't working like a tv or a microwave or something wasn't working and he like punched it cuz he was mad he's mm-hmm. like you should be careful dude you could break your hand he's like i'm not going to break my hand like punching a thing that's made out of plastic i was like i don't know dude this this you know this guy in my high school broke his hand on a calf's face and he was like <laughs> what and i was like yeah he was trying to like lead it out of the back of the trailer and it like wouldn't move it was sort of being like ornery so he punched it in the head and he broke his hand And all of these women were like, oh my God, that's terrible. This, what an awful little boy just to punch a cow. I was like, no, you just kind of punch cows. That's like, if they're fucking around, like, that's how you get them to do what you want. (laughs) And all of these, like, you know, like hipster girls who grew up in Toronto just looked at me like, I was like, yeah, you just, you know, you rape sometimes. Like, they were so (laughs) upset that I was like, what do you mean you don't punch a cow in the fucking head? Yes, you do. That's what you do. That's how you get them to, like, do things. I
1: had. And then... I grew up with a, uh, on a farm, too. Well, a farm, not a ranch, a farm. So we had mostly produce, but we had a horse, some chickens, and a cow. I never had to punch that Sick. motherfucker. I often had to, like, uh, we had little baby steer horns, right? I often had to fucking lasso him and yank on him for 45 minutes to get him out <laughs> of the cow shed. And he would just stand as if you weren't doing anything. And I'd have my whole 120-pound yeah, yeah. body this motherfucker. <coughs> He's, I don't, he doesn't give a fuck. I do think they're dumb. I've just, I've, me personally, I've never had to fist fight any bovine.
0: (laughs) They're so fucking dumb, dude. It's unreal. Fucking, I remember, uh, so there's like, you know, like where I'm from, there are fairs all the time, Mm -hmm. right? They'll do like the county fair or whatever. My father always used to take me because he liked the tractor pull, where like the tractors pull that big weight. And so you can like drag it the farthest. Yeah. Uh and then he he liked the lumberjack competition oh, where the yeah. guys like throw throw the axes and like cut shit and like saw shit.
1: They do the one with a big pole.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well that was at a different thing. That was like Highland Games where people would haver. The lumberjack competition. There's one thing they did that was fucking crazy where they'd have like a like a tree with all of the branches cut off. And then um what they'd have to do is you hack into the tree and you shove a board in like three feet up Then you jump up on that board. Then you hack into the tree again and you shove a board in like six feet up. Then you jump on that board and then you stand on it and cut the top off the tree. And so it's whoever can like scale these two standing places fast enough and then like hack the top off the tree. And it's a balance between like wanting to get up there quick enough and sinking the little like divot in deep enough so that when you're like swinging an axe six feet in the air, you're like the thing you're standing on just doesn't give out under you. Right. It's very, it's like this game of strategy. So that was always my favorite thing where I was like, this is nuts. These guys are going to fucking like cut their own legs off or something. Nobody ever did. I don't think I ever saw any injuries at the lumberjack games. But anyway, my point was they would also have like cattle show, which is the stupidest fucking thing in the world because it's just these cows and it's like a dog show where you just have the healthiest, most beautiful looking cow and they really slowly walk them in a circle and then a guy in like a very calm voice is like. The heifer in third over the heifer in second. The heifer in third demonstrates the, the qualities of sure footing and the hair on its head to parts below the eyes, which indicates a lack of aggression. And he would just, would like, very calmly say all of these, like, boring as fuck facts about cows. And then I remember watching that once with, like, a hundred other people and just thinking that, like, I don't know. It was just fucking retarded. Which is way dumb. No,
1: I, I get... Because I'm putting in my head... Uh, remember that fucking... Was a Fred Willard movie? Uh Not Fred Willard. Oh, Best in Show. Yeah, yeah. Fred Willard, Eugene Levy, Best in Show. I'm thinking of Best in yeah. Show, but with fucking Steer.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's even worse. Well, I like that movie. Those guys are fucking funny.
1: They oh, they fucking absolutely are. Well, I, the uh, one of like the times that my stream died, I went to show you five neat guys. It's literally one of my favorite fucking comedy bits of all time, because it's it's uh it's an SCTV sketch, but it's like. The joke is these guys are singing 1950s doo-wop songs about how slutty women are without saying anything derogatory. Like, uh, everyone in town's had a piece of her. Yes, and even me. Like, it's, like, so, like, vulgar and derogatory, but, like, very dad style. It's so fucking funny. And that's, like, a, a Eugene Levy original. Like, uh, he he he's, like, one of the fucking my favorite people on that series. But when we talk about steer shows, before I get off about Canadian comedy, which makes We're, you feel while proud. While
0: we talk about steer show, it's crazy that we both have a steer show story.
1: <laughs> well, I live in rural California, right? Like uh, deep in the valley, there's nothing here. We have the smallest mountain range on the entire planet and is here. You can drive around it in 20 minutes. It's fucking insane. Nice. Um, and it's like uh, one of the big things here is 4H, which is run by like the food and agriculture uh, agency yeah. or whatever the fuck. My,
0: uh, my hands for greater giving, my heart for greater loving, my head for greater learning, and my uh, home for something else. Yeah, I used to know the yep. like chant or whatever. Yeah, I don't wow. fucking remember. That's... But anyway, yeah, I don't. Yeah.
1: I didn't expect you to know to have that much 4-H knowledge. Holy shit! It's
0: big, dude. 4H is hu- where where I'm from. Mm-hmm. 4H is huge. That's like you know, that's what you're trying to get a hand job like behind a shed. You go
1: to 4H. Yeah, no, that's right. that's true yeah. here too. We live in the same place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, there's actually like a wild conspiracy about that. But we'll get onto that some other time. Uh, so we have here a climate, or a, let's say let's say like an archetype of female called the 4H girl, right? Um, <laughs> She's not not attractive. She's fair. She's a white girl, thick, but not fat ass white girl, thick, right? She's not like she's not like going to the clubs or anything. She's a she works out on a farm. She might have thick thighs and a thick ass, probably a dog face. Uh, that's like the 4 H girl. It's an archetype. They're everywhere. Jeans and boots, or even worse, short, short, like tattered short shorts, like fake Daisy Dukes, store bought Daisy Dukes. And, like, pink fucking cowboy boots. They're a really disgusting nice. brand of human. Uh, and a lot of <laughs> a lot of these girls are girls I went to high school with that are probably listening to this right now. And they'll know I'm talking about them. They would spend five months, right, while we were in school uh, raising a pig or raising a cow. And then they would go to auction with it. And, of course, it would get sold nine times out of ten for slaughter. And I remember telling this fucking girl... One of these shows, because we would, you would go to the fair, like, you know, as that was, like, the thing. There's nothing to do in these towns, so when the fair happens, you go, and you watch the 4-H fucking uh, uh, steer, bull, and cow auctions that are exactly like you're describing. They walk around, but there's people yelling out bids the whole time. You'll hear a guy, 17, and then the fucking guy, oh, my God. 25 from 17. Do we, do we have $2,600? You know, like the fucking Abadi guy, I, you know, auctioneer dude. Um, the Abadi guy. Well, yeah, they say that in between auctioneers in order to keep that pace, they say a fake phrase in between it. It's a, it's like Abadi is what they say. It's not a okay. real word. It's like to keep their cadence. Um, and like, so as, as they're doing their thing, these girls, they're super into it. I remember telling this girl that I kind of wanted to fuck at the time. Um, that I thought her ca- I thought her steer was fucking stupid. I thought, like, nobody's going to buy that shit. Your fucking steer sucks. It looks like shit, and, it, and she can't lead it either. She has to stand next to it and hold fucking, uh, like, a thing, a straw in her hand and, like, pull it out a little bit. And the steer would lip towards it until it couldn't reach it and then take one step. And then lip towards it till it couldn't reach it and then take one step. Not even try to bite. Just get its little bovine fucking mouth out there. Oh, it's such a disgusting scene. Is,
0: is this the, like, like Central California version of nagging? Where you're like, you're fucking steer dog shit. I, yeah. yeah. What a piece of shit animal you've raised. I'm not... Also, your hair would look better if you wore it in a ponytail.
1: <laughs> 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 <Your> exact... dog's... <laughs> I hate that you say that, because I think I gave her, like, a, a, a metal like a black metal cassette tape or something like that, like as your steer sucks, but also like, hey, you want to hear some of the music I like? Like some of these songs?
0: (laughs) This this animal you've raised sucks, but if you want to talk to me about burning down churches, we can maybe do that and hold hands if you want to.
1: (laughs) Maybe we can return to traditional Swedish fucking uh, dress and music and stand out in the field and look at some of the stupid cows that you've raised that I hate.
0: And I remember telling her The most most convoluted and terrible idea for a date ever There's like four parts and they all fucking suck It's like really specific and really lame at the same time
1: It it would not be inaccurate for you to say that it's surprising That I've been in one relationship for like 15 years Because I don't think that the things that I say That I've used to like swoon women are effective at all and this was one of them where i actually said like the thing you've been doing for the last six months is dumb this animal that you love that you're like invested in that you've put money and time in it sucks i don't think it's gonna sell and you're gonna be in debt because of it also do you want to give me a blowjob but so i'm standing with her and i remember telling her like your fucking cow sucks like that thing fucking sucks i'm not staying for this it's fucking stupid and it sells big time at that fucking auction two or three days later so this is like saturday uh monday at school and i see that girl she walks right the fuck up to me and says who's a stupid bull down motherfucker and gets pissed and is mad (laughs) my friends are standing around me holding like their pizza slices in the morning what the fuck's going on jerry and i'm like i'm sorry guys i talked shit to this girl's fucking cow the other day and she's like hot (laughs) she's still yelling at me she's fucking mad i mean she's like a a plus size white girl that's like a Karen now. You know what I mean? Like she's mad yeah, at a Yeah, that's what manager. I wanted
0: to say. Is those 4H girls—they could probably generate for one blow like a tremendous amount of force. You definitely oh, don't want to get like—I'd be in danger. Yeah, you at don't want to get sucker punched by a 4H girl. <laughs>
1: No, no, just fuck that. Sturdy. My friends realize the danger too, and and they've joined sides with her, and they're like, "That's fucked up, dude." She raised that all summer, bro. Like they're in <laughs> on it too. And I'm just, I'm just like worried for my life, and then she fucking storms off. It was a very scary moment. So I do agree, bovine are dumb. I'm just what I wanted to get to is like you should be careful where you express that because some of those. Yeah. I guess she was 16 at I, could, I, You know what? I take this back. I could fuck her up. I could have knocked her the fuck out. There's no reason why I was a, yeah. I should have been afraid.
0: You'd be the hero then. You'd be like, I insulted this girl for no reason. And then when she took umbrage with it, I fucking laid her ass out. That's what's up.
1: <laughs> I, I hate that I... Because I visualize these stories that we have. And I'm seeing this girl from my high school as 16. But this is like the Five Bloods where I'm imagining myself now... Back then, 100 pounds heavier, just fucking haymaking her and, and looking at my friend and being like, what? Her cow was fucking stupid. But it wasn't, though. You just
0: set you're you are not qualified to make that decision. 100%. You just. Yeah, you for no, that was your version of pulling a ponytail. It's be like her cows she, fucking stupid. Uh, she made
1: like 9k on a fucking on an animal that she stared at and gave fucking uh, food to for a few weeks. No, I'm the dumbass here, for sure. When
0: when I uh man, we're, this is crazy. We're just telling fucking country fair stories. This is this
1: is fucking This, is this sick. episode, this I, episode is uh, country fair story episode.
0: I okay, we might pivot to some other topic. But anyway, uh so um, when I was a kid, are you familiar with the Acadians? Hmm. Yeah. So the Acadians, like I mean, everyone none that live from,
1: here, but I know who they are. Well,
0: in in Louisiana, there are okay, right because yeah. everyone in Louisiana. What happened was um the French settled Atlantic Canada, like Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Prince Edward Island, and then the British and the French had a war over the territory and the british won and they were like we got all these fucking acadian people here we got to get rid of them what are we going to do and they're like well we can't send them back to france because we're like at war with france so we can't just show up and they're like okay let's just stick them in like this territory that eventually became louisiana so all of those like you know french-speaking louisiana people those are atlantic canadians that got like deported mm-hmm. whatever like 200 years ago like um like Gambit from X-Men. Right. He's like of Atlantic Canadian heritage. So they they used to have... Um, a bunch of them came back when they could and like reestablished their culture. And now there are all these little communities all over Atlantic Canada that are like French speaking. And they're called the Acadians and... Near, that's I don't know what the point of that part of the story was. But anyway, uh, near where I'm from, they would have this like Acadian festival every year. And it was very weird because it was like a county fair, but it was like French. So it's bizarro. Like everything is wrong uh, because the French just do everything like upside down. Like they did this one thing. It was crazy where these guys would, they had four telephone poles like up in the air that were all joined by like tightropes. And then the guys would dress up in, like, these elaborate costumes, like old school wrestlers, and then climb up the telephone poles, and they'd have, like, a safety harness that they would clip with one of those mountain clips to the tightrope, and then they would run back and forth on the tightrope with, like, you know, pool noodles and fucking inflatable hammers and stuff, and just, like, fuck with each other and fake beat each other up. So it was like backyard wrestling, except like in the air and like French, like, I don't know what else to say, but like the French versions of things are like always just like a little bit off from the way stuff is supposed to be. Uh, So we go there and we watch that. And I'd be like, well, this is cool, I guess. And then every year they had this competition where they'd make a ring of hay bales and they get a bunch of piglets and let them loose. And then they get a bunch of kids like eight, nine, 10, 11 year old kids And give them potato sacks. And the kids all ran around and would try to catch the pigs. And whoever caught the pig first won. And you would win the piglet as like a prize.
1: Yeah. That's dumb.
0: I won back-to-back years in this pig scramble competition. Because all the other kids were so dumb. They try to like hug the pig or like just hold out the sack and hope they run into it. The way you catch a piglet is you grab it by its hind legs. Mm -hmm. So you dive... Snatch it by the hind legs, lift it up, and put it in the potato sack. So I won that two years in a row. And both years, I was like, Dad, if I keep this pig and raise it, I can sell it for like $3,000 or like $2,000. Make so much money off this pig. He's like, where are you going to keep it? And I was like, in the yard. And he's like, it's not going to stay in the yard. And I was like, I'll build a pen. And he's like, no, you want, you're you 10. you You're not <laughs> going to build a pig pen and like raise a pig. I'm going to have to raise a pig in the yard. And I don't want to do it. So both times, he made me sell it back. And they gave me like <laughs> $30 bucks if you like sell it back. Immediately, And I was so pissed at my dad for not letting me do a thing that I definitely wasn't qualified to do. And, like, would have fucked up and created a bunch of, like, hassle for him. Because we had, you know, our property was, like, four acres or whatever. And then we just had the neighbors. Like, the pig, I would have fucked up. I would have let it out. Yeah. I either would have forgotten to feed it and it would have starved to death. Or I would have let it out and then it just would have gotten, like, fucked up by, like, a dog or something. Like, it was an awful plan. Yeah. But... I remember just being 10 being like, I hate my fucking dad for not letting me raise a baby. What an idiot.
1: I I love your stories about your dad because it sounds like he's just like okay with you. Like it's not the way you describe your interactions with your dad. Aren't that like he absolutely loves you or absolutely hates you. It's just that like he very much tolerates you.
0: I, I tweeted this the other day. I said, it's not that my father didn't love me. It's that he resented the fact that he had to. That feels The active. expectation that, yeah, yeah, that he would love me unconditionally drove him crazy. Because he <laughs> wanted it to be, like, hyper-conditional.
1: <laughs> I worry if this is something I'm doing in my own life now. now I, your dad <laughs> seems to have some of the same, like, ideas about raising kids as I do. Sometimes I'm like, fuck. Can't I hate this motherfucker for a few minutes? Like, am I not allowed to? I have to ask. I'll be at the store and he'll, you know, one of them will be annoying and I'll ask the lady behind me, Can I hate this motherfucker? And she's like, No, it's <laughs> yours. I, no, actually, most of the time they go, Is it even yours? Because they're white. My kids are both white. Nobody knows that they're mine. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, you want to hear a Imagine getting the cops. No, that, that getting the cops called
0: on you for having your. That happened. I'm. All ears. Okay, so, I have, so okay. it's it's what? two
1: different times that it's been weird as fuck. One time I'm in the store, I'm walking, uh, you know, my kid, my oldest son, he's at this... Can, can I ask you one yeah. question? Do you live in, like, a white area? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I live in North America, so yes, but also... <laughs> but also, to expand on that, like... uh it, when I was, went to public school here, uh, like I've said before, I went to private school for a long time. But when I went to public school here, fifth grade after and all that shit, it was, like, me as, like, the blackest kid in school in elementary school. Um, and I'm a mixed-race kid. And then me and, like, two or three other mixed-race kids by middle school. And then in high school, it was me, two or three other mixed-race kids, and, like, six black kids. Everybody else is Mexican, um, Laotian, Vietnamese, or, like, white. So, like, we really okay. stood out. Um and I can't remember. Oh, yeah. So one time I'm in the store with my my son who, like, obviously I'm mixed race and I'm already a kind of light skin mixed race kid. My oldest son is less colored looking than, like, Blake Griffin, who looks, looks white and has a little okay. tiny baby Jewish-like afro. Both of my kids have, like, straight hair. Right. We're in the fucking store. He's old enough to kind of walk around the clothing, like, by himself, and I could, I'll just look at him. He's not going to fuck with anything. I'm just looking at him so nobody kidnaps him, right? I
0: get it. I
1: get it. Uh, and he's, like, walking, and then he does something. I don't remember what he does, and I go over there to tell him, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, don't fuck with that thing. And I go over there, like, hey, and I grab him up by his fucking wrist real quick, and this lady's right there. He's like, don't touch that, boy. And I was like, fucking excuse me? <laughs> I will fucking snatch him up however the fuck I want. If I want to snatch him up behind the fucking <laughs> collar and lift him up over his head, I fucking will. Who the fuck are you? She's, she looks at him and goes, son, where's your mother? And he and my son, old enough to speak, he goes, at home. And she just gets this fucking look like, what the fuck? And I'm like... It's my son, you bitch. And she just says, oh, fuck. Now she feels so bad because at first she thought she was a hero, saving a kid from getting, like, abused and abducted by some stranger. Now she realized she's a fucking racist. And she's just staring at me like, oh, I fucked up so bad. And What I really wanted to do was take her Starbucks out of her cart and walk away with it with me and my son. Like, that's going to be the way way I, uh, you know what, bitch? you call you do you think this is my son? Now I'm taking your drink and walk off. But what it is I kind of pushed her cart <laughs> instead a little bit. Like not even hard. Just like a little bit aggressive. And she fucking like <gasps> And I fucking snatched my son up and we didn't even buy anything. We just left. And then a different time That's fuck. I took him to the dentist. Same son took him to the dentist. Now this is the dentist, okay? <laughs> okay. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, Uh, My son has an appointment for 10.45. And she's like, yeah, sure he does. What, Just one moment, please. Okay, whatever. You're probably going to tell me it's at 11.45. I don't care. I'm here. I don't care. I'm completely patient. She gets up and walks away. Minute or two later, my phone's ringing. I'm like, my fiance, hello? And she's like, the fucking dentist just called me to say there's a man here with your son. And I'm like, what? She's like, the dentist called. And said, uh, excuse me Um, so I have your son here With a man And I'm like, what do you fucking mean they said that She's like, that's what they said So I get up, and I'm like, Jace, just stay here And I go out there, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on And they're like, sorry, we just needed to confirm It was your child I'm Like, why would you think he's not my child Do you think a motherfucker You think there are black dudes that abduct White boys And then take them to The dentist like schedule doctor's <laughs> appointments? What is this thing that you think I'm doing? So you don't think I'm a rapist, a murderer, or or like a sex trafficker or any of that stuff. You think I'm just a really concerned stranger. That wants to make sure this kid's dental hygiene is kept up, so I've kidnapped him.
0: Tonight on News at 11, inner city thugs who are obsessed with hygiene will <laughs> Shit, have more. You about to brush them teeth, whole boy, you about to brush them teeth! <laughs> that was so fucking crazy. That was so real. I wish
1: people could have seen you.
0: That was crazy. I'm fucking I'm fucking glad. I'm fu- that wow. <laughs> Wow,
1: <laughs> very bizarre, very bizarre moment. <laughs> and then also after yeah, that, man. we have to go through you know the the preliminary process of uh, like a doctor's appointment is about fifteen minutes where they're giving you paperwork, they're asking you to sign all this stuff. So we have <clears throat> this like twenty minute Mexican standoff where I have to I guess prove that this son who fucking looks just like me, he's just white with blonde hair, and and who's standing there like. He himself is like, shit, dog, this is boring as fuck, homie. Like, we talk the same. <laughs> we look the same. <clears throat> First, I have to prove this is my fucking kid. And then I have to sit in the room with the lady that that an hour ago thought I kidnapped a child and be like, yeah, he drinks juice once a day. Sometimes he likes crackers. Yeah. I'm fucking so angry just staring bullets into this lady <laughs> the whole time. She's like, does he brush every day? Sometimes we miss a two, one or two, no big deal. If he misses it at night, we brush in the morning anyway, so it's like we still did a brush. We always be here's what Here's what happens.
0: I get him out of bed. I say, okay, buddy, time to read Malcolm X. We sit there.
1: We read about the history of my people. I make him sit with his fist out for 30 minutes. Morning exercise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No,
0: we don't use fluoridated toothpaste, because that was invented by the government to brainwash her mind. <laughs> Jesus was black. Just become, just become like a black, Israelite. black
1: Israelites that are also really concerned about dental hygiene. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. That's right. We, that's crazy. Dude. Did you kidnap this kid to get his teeth brushed? That's right.
0: Look, since we're like Since we're fucking not streaming this one on Twitch I'm just going to say this right now We should spray paint BLM on the side of that (laughs) We should go there That will be a fun You should do it with your son It'll be a good bonding activity
1: (laughs) Like that's what's up You know, this this is like You actually bring up a real conversation Is at some point I do have to have like a conversation about race With my kids, right? Uh And I've wondered about how I'm going to do this because functionally they alone do not have this problem, right? They 100% benefit from the fact that I like to fuck white women. And so they (laughs) do not have this problem. But I have to at some point sit down and be like, hey, at some point uh, we're going to be out. You know, somebody's going to say something to me. Somebody's going to say something to you about me. Um, or I'm going to be murdered by the cops. And I'm wondering what's, like, the best way to expose a child to that. I have seen videos on the Internet where people, like, took their kids to the Battle of Berkeley and were like, see all those guys beating up those guys? One of those groups is bad. And I thought that was a really (laughs) bad idea. So... (laughs) <laughs> what I don't want to do is like put on clips of like George Floyd getting strangled to death by the cops and and be look son, one day this could happen to me. What do you what do you feel right now? <laughs> like that's not what I do. But what do you think, right, white guy from Canada? What do you think is the best way for me, black guy from oh, America? Oh, I got
0: I got the solution for you right yeah. now. I'm about to solve race. Okay, here's what you do. You like. You got to mix a conversation about race, which I'm sure your kids really aren't that interested in, with something they want to know about, which is the sex talk. So you got to sit them down and you got to be like, all right, what's your son's name? Jace. You got to be like, all right, Jace, this is what's up. When a man loves a woman very much, they go in a room together and they take off their clothes. Now, all cops are back. <laughs> anyway, so they get in bed together. And that's, you just, and you ping pong back and forth, and he will absorb all of that information collectively into his brain. (laughs) Okay. He'd be like, (laughs) there's this thing called an erection. It's going to start to happen around the time you turn nine or ten. Also, uh, in about 1610, Jewish guys on boats came to Africa, and everyone betrayed each other. Uh, And then you just. You go back, and that's how. What? You're laughing like that's not what happened. No, it's not. I'm just saying facts. (laughs) It is.
1: I think it is important to like expose children to the truth as the truth exists, and not really try to like, uh, you know, flower it up any. So yeah, intermixing it with like, um, okay, listen, uh, you're gonna want to use condoms, dental dam, things like that. First and foremost, to like protect your hygiene. Additionally, to protect yourself from, um, you know, having children when you're not ready. Additionally, the current system is set up so that black males that do have children when they're not ready are uh, more likely to default on child support than white people. (laughs) So, like, well, as long as you fuck a black chick, she probably... Okay, so let me take this back, son. When we talk about race fuck black chicks because they don't trust the cops either and they just won't take you to court for child support (laughs) just like
0: a just like a hood version of the sex talk where it's like here's how you get out of paying child support. that's like the (laughs) first he's like nine that's like the first thing they say they'd be like all right now you want to be a real man you got to set your baby mama you got to visit her once a week no exception because you're a real man if you're gonna drop, you gotta say hi.
1: if you wanna take care of that kid, you need to drop full bands on that fool. But make sure <laughs> that his mom can't be touching that shit, sneaking in through the window. Come in, say, "Yo, wake up, little D-Ray, little D-Ray Junior Junior, wake up. I got some shit for you. Sneaking underneath his pillow." <laughs> yeah, all all black. All right. You know kids, how I
0: never miss.
1: All black kids believe the tooth fairy Brings you a gold grill. Really, it's just their dad who sneaks in the window and they. Oh, your tooth fell out, and they put one gold tooth underneath the pillow to replace it.
0: (laughs) All right, you know how I never miss a birthday and Christmas, and you've seen me twenty-four times in your whole life. That's because I'm a good dad. (laughs) That's how good fathers (laughs) are.
1: Yo, dog, how can I be a bad dad when I got his name tattooed on the? Oh, actually, that's my. (laughs) All right, that's my ex's name. Which one is his name? That's the homie. One of these dudes' tattoos is him, though, for sure. I love it. Yeah, you,
0: you have all your kids' names tattooed on you, and you're like, yo, which one is you? <laughs> which is so... one? Who? Which? Can you read yet? Which of these names is you? Oh, Anto. That's you,
1: dog. That was you.
0: <laughs> I got it right there. Well, that's like, um, you know fucking Kimbo? Yeah. Kimbo's children's names are Kevin, Kevin kevin kavina and kevlar yeah yeah and it's like look you're probably not gonna fuck that up
1: i mean but you are but you fucking are because <laughs> what's gonna happen is kevin is gonna get a girl pregnant right but kevin is gonna win the science fair and you're gonna want to congratulate <laughs> and lambast you know the different ones you are like kevin goddamn it you stupid son of a bitch. And he's going to come in and be like, I-, I won the science fair, though. And you're like, yeah, that's the one I was talking to. You're supposed to be getting bitches pregnant, dog. <laughs> I fucking wish Kimbo Slice were my dad. That'd be awesome. <laughs> but you're like, that's a thing. Big, muscly dudes have that thing in public where they, you know, they look really super intimidating and shit. But Kimbo Slice also had that thing where. Just his face was scary. Like, the the composition of his... Like, his aesthetic was terrifying, even without the muscles. Like, he would just look like he would kill you.
0: Yeah, man. My dad never once taught me how to throw hands. That was not a lesson.
1: You never had a fisticuffs lesson Uh, with your dad?
0: No. my My dad did fight a guy on my behalf one time. So, I guess he just, like, took it upon himself. I was in... I was in high school. It was so fucked. I was in high school and I was dating this girl. I would have been like 10th grade and she would have been in 9th grade. And then she stopped dating me to date some other guy, which is like, I don't know. I was 15. I wasn't in love. And then I was just standing outside one day and he came up to me and he's like, yo, what's up? And I was like, hey. And he fucking took a cigarette and he put it out on my neck. He just like burned me with the cigarette. Oh, shit. And I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, you're never getting her back. I was like, I didn't even try. We dated for like... A, a month. I'm 15. Like, it's fine. It's not a problem. He's like, you stay the fuck away from her. Which is not, like... It makes it seem like I was, like, holding a boombox outside of her window or whatever. But yeah. literally, we just had, like, you know, whatever. Like, hung out in the park three times. <coughs> and then she was like, I don't like you. I don't sure. like this other... But, like, stupid shit that fucking 14 or 15-year-olds yeah. do. So, you put a cigarette out on my neck. And I was like, okay, I'm not about that. So, I hid and I waited for him one time. And then when he came around the corner, I just rocked him right in the nuts and then took my backpack which i filled with books and started like hitting him in the body with my backpack like like swinging it uh and so that happened to beat the shit out of him and then he told his older brother on me and his older brother was old i think he might have been 18 he was like he was like in the 12th grade and had repeated a grade yeah. and so he Fucked me up when I was walking home one day. Like, he just beat... He beat the shit out of me. Like, I don't know. I wasn't... I didn't break anything, but he, like, punched me in the face. like sure a lost. Bunch, like, and I was crying. Yeah. I, I cried, like, the next day just because I was so freaked out by the fact that he beat me up. <laughs> and so my parents were like, it's okay. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's probably over. Like, what's going on? And I was like, there's this girl. I don't give a fuck about her. I don't understand what's going on. But my brother, who was, like, quite old, my brother would have been... I want to get this right. I'm going to say 26 Mm -hmm. found out about it. And then he found this guy. I don't know where it was. I think it was like at the Legion. Like it was either outside the beer store or like outside the Legion. And these guys got into a bar fight and he beat the shit out of this guy. Oh, shit. And then that guy's dad was there. And then that guy's dad got into a fight with my brother as well. And so my father found out about this. And then he drove over to their house and got in a fight with their dad on the lawn and got arrested. And then he just came home. It took like eight hours. And my dad just came home and his like shirt was ripped. And, you know, he wasn't his like shirt was ripped and he'd been gone for eight hours because he got arrested. And my mom was just like, Your father loves you very much.
1: And so it was like
0: (laughs) there was this thing. Where I was just, like, dating this girl I didn't even care about. And then over the course of, like, a week and a half, it escalated to the point that my father got arrested for fighting a guy on his front lawn. So, my dad didn't, like, teach me how to fight, but he, you know, he... You sort of of described
1: a mixture of, like, the Hatfields and McCoys and, like, Romeo and Juliet, (laughs) right? So, but imagine if Romeo and Juliet just, like, broke up, but if the families also didn't care and then... (laughs) <laughs> Tybalt was like no I just fucked Juliet and then so Mercutio was like alright I guess I'm going to fight Tybalt for <laughs> Romeo or then then the Hatfield showed up and like that's, that's interesting because nobody gave a fuck except for the dude <laughs> that was now fucking the girl like his yeah no, so I have a uh, nowhere near as fucking cool story um, but a similar story where my older brother had to like defend my honor um, but I won the fight but alright so I was at the park and I was getting high with my friends and this like skid head dude that I fought a whole bunch of times uh, showed up talking shit we get into this fist fight I you fought a was skid notorious... head dude
0: a bunch of times
1: yeah I fought this dude like I don't know Maybe like five or six times. It was like a legit on-site okay. type thing. We had a lot of fights. I fought all the skinheads in my neighborhood a lot already. Uh, but I fought this dude that makes several sense. times. Um, yeah, they showed up at the park, wanted to be at the park, and then started talking shit. So, like, we got to this fight. I was fairly notorious for being, like, a really weird fighter. One time I fought this dude for a long time. We ended up in sort of a stalemate where we both had each other in a headlock. So, I let go of the headlock and pulled my pants down. And started screaming, come on, motherfucker, suck my fucking dick. Suck my fucking dick. And then (laughs) he let go of my headlock. And I just started punching him with my fucking pants down. And then he starts running away. (laughs) All of my friends and shit are there. And they're like, okay, Jerry, it's over. And I'm waving my dick. And I'm like 14, right? This isn't like an impressive fucking salami motherfucker. I'm like waving my dick, screaming, yeah, come back, you fucking pussy. Like I'm notorious for being a weird um, fighter. So yeah, sex pest. <laughs> yeah, I'm notorious for being uh, a, a homosexual rapist. Anytime somebody wants to fight yeah.
0: me, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, I'll go Kevin Spacey on your ass, motherfucker. <laughs> watch me, watch
1: <laughs> me. I did piss on a guy one time the same way. So it, it, this is so- actually not you're not making anything up when you say I am a sex pest in the fist fight. Okay, hold
0: on, Jerry. Though hold on, is there another version of this story where uh? Someone's like talking to the skinhead and they're like, yo, isn't that guy, isn't that that guy you fucking hate because he's mixed race? And he's like, no, he's a fucking, he's a gay piss rapist. That's why. And he's making me, he's trying to make everybody think I'm, I'm racist. But it's not about that. He's a fucking gay piss rape, rapist who happens to be part black.
1: I fucking would love if that was a, like the whole time, the first fight that we ever had, it was because he came up to me. Uh, and I, I heard him fucking, you know, drop an N-bomb, and I started talking shit, and so we got to a thing. I would love it if, in reality, somebody else dropped an N-bomb, and I just thought it was him, and it started this, like, eight-year-long feud between <laughs> us that where we both went to jail <laughs> bunch. He shot you at just a party that was at and shit. Well,
0: hold on. I'll get to that. You just go up to him, and you're like, yo, what's up? You're looking real pretty. I'd like to piss in your face. And he's like, uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't want to do that, and you're like, "Oh, oh, jigaboo! Okay, is that the Okay," and you just like shout it so everyone can hear. He's like, "I would prefer that, that 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 not happen."
1: Oh, you used to own people like me, huh? <laughs> that's a great. Okay, so
0: that's a great arc for you as a person. Sorry.
1: So yeah, we 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 get to this bit of a fist fight the full maybe like 30 seconds of it is we both throw stupid punches that don't hurt each other much um i had recently learned ducking dipping and dodging and head movement i dipped a punch which made him overthrow which made us both fall on the ground like he fell on top of me and i end up choking him to sleep right like not a good rear naked choke or anything i just choke the fuck out of him until he passes out Nice. His girlfriend, nice. who's, like, two years younger than us at the time, right? She's, like, an actual little kid. Um, fucking <laughs> rinse off, uh, uh, goes to the apartment that he lived in, like, around the corner. Uh, this dude gets up, you know, fuck you, dude, fuck you, all oh, of so the shit and leaves. And I go back to getting high with my friends. And a fucking 48-year-old man shows up. It's this dude's dad. And he's got, like, uh, your traditional... Uh, green ink Nordic tattoos all over himself and he is now I know this at the time I didn't know this he is a uh, he was only had only been out of San Quentin for like maybe two or three years Um, was there an Aryan Brotherhood and now that he was out he was in the Aryan Death Angels which is like a outside chapter of the Aryan Brotherhood so like these are dudes that specifically do the work of the Aryan Brotherhood because the Aryan Brotherhood is in prison they do the other things like if they they want a dude killed when the dude get out, this dude is part of that game and he shows up fucking pissed that like this, his son, uh, his son's girlfriend just showed up screaming like there's a kid. He just choked your fucking son because I mean, they don't they're not thinking like mixed martial arts style choke out. Right. If somebody says somebody choked somebody nine times out of ten, they're like that's what they fucking like closed their esophagus, like, bro- like broke their neck, killed them, injured them severely. I legitimately just choked him out normal like you would in an MMA fight. It wasn't that big a deal. Like, not to me. Okay, okay. Um, okay. And so, like, his dad, you know, is down. And he's, he's not, like, big and buff. He's just a scary-looking dude. And he's, like, fucking talking shit, getting, like, walking towards us. And we're, maybe, like, 14 at the time. Well, f- from where my apartment is and where my brother is going to, he can see this, like, developing. Like, oh, fuck. And happens to be on his way to go do PT because he is joining the Marine Corps. So he's at the apartment, okay. sees this happen with like five Marines, like five, two drill instructors, two dudes that are freshly enlisted that are like, uh, um, uh, I don't remember what it's called. They're they're like part of the recruitment team, but they're like the the young guys for the okay. other young guys to see. But they're all fucking Marine Corps dudes. Like they're all fucking Marine Corps dudes. And my brother just shows up there with these dudes and starts like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you trying to fight my brother? This dude's obviously dropping a bunch of end bombs My brother, a white dude, is like, that's not going to fucking fly, dude. You, like, <laughs> you have crossed the line. That is my black little brother. I'm about to fucking hurt you. And just like walks up to this fucking guy. And this dude punches him as hard as he's ever punched anybody right in the fucking face. And my brother does nothing. And it's just like, okay. We will fight now. Like, it was the most deliberate. Like, he hit him. And my brother just looks at him and goes, okay, we will fight now. And just puts hands on this motherfucker. Dude, it sounded like somebody was beating the shit out of a car with a bat. Just puts hands on this motherfucker. There's all these Marines just standing with their arms crossed staring at him. And my brother gets up and is like, now get the fuck out of here. And don't fucking come back. And he's, like, getting up. He's all fucked up and starts, like, leaving and shit. And I'm like, oh. Hell yeah, that's fucking great. My brother comes over to me, kicks my ankles together from the side like really hard and fucking throws me on the ground because of it. Pins me down in the mouth and grabs my shirt and starts screaming at me. Stop fighting at the park, you fuck, you dumbass. Like it, like shaking me. I just watched him <laughs> like nearly murder somebody. All my friends are right there. Also saw that. They're like, fuck it, Jerry, you're done. <laughs> you're done and the marine the marine corps the united states military is just standing there watching it like yeah good job good job (laughs) yeah that's what those guys good job and then he gets up they walk over to the car get it and drive off they go to work out or whatever and it's just like done and i'm fucking my shirt's all fucked up i look like i just got into a fight and i can see that guy still walking to his fucking apartment like holding his head He's got a limp. His shirt's all ripped and shit. And it was just the scariest moment that I had in a long time. I had my honor defended and yet also had to get beat up for it by my big brother. He was like annoyed that he needed to help me.
0: I don't know why you think that that wasn't better than my story. That's that's a phenomenal story. Your family defended your honor proudly.
1: And your mom was like, you see what your father has done. You see the sacrifice he has made. My brother came in and said, <laughs> "How fucking dare you make me come down here take no challenge at all, beat the hell out of a guy that has no ability to fight compared to me at all when I have the backup of the United States military behind me." Like it was nothing for him. This was like if you were going to the store and you and 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 your friends like, "Hey, could you also get me another thing from the store?" And I'll give you the money for it. It's not a problem. You're like, yeah, okay. I was going to get cigarettes. You want another pack of the same cigarettes? Fine.
0: I don't know. I suppose it's, I mean, you might not have died. But I suppose there's like a remote chance that he saved your life or like could be framed that way. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, look, I'm not... Maybe he just projected his, like, fear into anger for you. You know, when, like, a kid runs away and the mom's like, "You don't you ever scare me like that again. And so he was sure. just like,
1: you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that might have been it. I, I, I'd like your idea of giving him the benefit of the doubt. You know, he is my big brother, so I don't think of it like that at all. I think everything he does is, like, part of his master plan to ruin my life, but... I do I do kind of see where you're coming from. He may have just been so worried at that moment that I I put myself in danger. Um That's yeah. man,
0: fucking that's sick, dude. Yeah. That's sick.
1: But I don't Man, the world's fucked. I I, I don't know. I do, do you do you think that uh do you think you were like in any like particular danger to have to deal with anybody beyond fighting the kid the first time though.
0: I think um uh, it's all random. Like this is a shitty thing to say, but it would really just come down to like whether or not their fucking their dad like I don't know that their dad would have fought me cuz I was a very child. young. He was a grown man. Yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe their brother would have tried to like fight me again or something. Uh, I think it, it all just comes down to like whether or not they saw me or like how drunk they were. Like that's the thing with like fight stories mm-hmm. is that like so often someone just like happens to be like inebriated in the middle of it or like have a drinking problem or whatever. Like, uh, what's your I don't
1: what, know. what's your best fight story? That's what I want to hear. We've been talking about badasses this entire thing, so I want to just keep going. <laughs> what, what's your... what's my best yeah. fight? Okay. Well, since the age of
0: eighteen, I've only had two fights, so maybe I could like. I'll run you through one of those. Okay. So, the first fight I got in as an adult, I was like 21. And what happened was, uh, it was during the big weed smoking phase of my life. And yeah. uh, I was at this party and I was upstairs and I looked like such a fucking idiot. I had like a big tie dye hoodie on that was like oversized and it would like keep my like pipe in the pouch or whatever. Very stoner. So, I was upstairs and it was like the second time I ever smoked hash. And where I'm from, when you get hash, a lot of the time it's, like, cut with glue. Because there's this glue that, like, fishermen use to build, like, lobster traps. And it's this waterproof, like, dark green glue. And it looks, like, just like hashish. So, fucking guys, you look very concerned. Yeah. You have a very concerned look on your face. You should glue. Yeah. Well, I know that now. <laughs> but anyway, so... So you'll get this hash and it'll be like cut with glue. So it just makes you like fucking retarded because you're like smoking, quote unquote, smoking hash. But you're like huffing glue at the same time. Right. So I'm upstairs in the bedroom at this party. I'm smoking glue. I'm having like a great <laughs> time. And then the, the fucking little bit of hash that's mixed in with the glue gives me like the munchies. So I'm like, oh, man, you know what? Ketchup chips very Canadian. I was like, ketchup chips time. I got those ketchup chips vibe, And so I go, I walk outside and immediately a guy just runs up to me and punches me in the throat. Oh fuck. And so I fall over and I'm like, Ugh, uh, 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 and I like, can't breathe, but I'm also so fucked up. I like barely understand what's going on. Like, I think like it, like it could have been that like a bird flew into my neck. Like I have no <laughs> idea what happened. I just know that like something hit me in the neck and I can't breathe. down I the floor but then i hear the guy above me and he's like what's now motherfucker and he's kicking me but he's not kicking me in the body just because of like the way i fell he's kicking me in the yeah. legs so he's just like wailing on my leg la- it's like um uh like the rick james sketch from dave Chappelle, where they just like fuck up rick james la- like he's just kicking me in the legs like a whole bunch Jeez. and i literally like crawl back toward the door of the house i came out of and i like pound like i like knock on the bottom of the door and it opens and a bunch of people come out and then that guy's just standing there being like who wants some who wants some and so then you know i go back inside i'm all dramatic because i got beat up i fucking uh go to the hospital they like give me crutches so i can hobble around which fucking sucked because there's a there's this canadian punk band this like old 80s canadian punk band called snfu and they were coming to town the next day and I was, I'd been excited for like two weeks for the SNFU concert. And then I went there and everybody's moshing and I just stand to the side on my crutches and like watch them because I got like <laughs> fucked up. So I find out what had happened the next day is that that guy was in the parking lot and there was some drama about her, like this, like this, this girl who was dating the guy in the parking lot. There was some drama about the two of them. And then some guy who just happened to be at the house party I was at, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he thought if she was fucking him or he thought she was fucking him or something, but she went inside, and then this dude who was loaded basically decided, I'm going to fight the next person who walks out of that door. And I just happened to be the next person who walked out of that door, so he just beat the shit out of me because I was the next you drew person the lucky came out of straw. The door. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. I didn't do anything. I didn't... Th- I didn't even... Not only did it not hit him once, I didn't throw a single punch. I just got fucked just up. just
1: got beat up? For, the, like, the entire the time. The first fight in, yeah. in your adult life. You hadn't had one in several years. It was just you... Yeah. Basically just yeah, getting dummy in front of a fucking house. or You're just too stoned to even For know no reason. Or not even stoned. I was... You're too high on fucking huffing glue.
0: I was so hot There was probably some weed in there. I was so high on glue... I just got, not even huffing glue, like smoking glue. Like,
1: it's I'm such an idiot. And it
0: just got dubby. So that, yeah, that happened. And so I did not, I did not like succeed at all.
1: Okay, so what's the I second fight? fight.
0: I'm, oh, this one's really good though. This evens it out karmically. This makes me seem very cool. Which I, I'm glad I have one cool fight story. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, so until I was, uh, the first time I fucked, I was 18. I was the last one of my friends to, like, lose my virginity. I didn't have sex until I was 18.
1: Yeah.
0: And I went to college. uh, And I had sex with this girl who was, like, attractive. And I liked her. I, like, showed up at college. I was like, oh, there's all these hot girls here. And there was this one girl I liked. And then I was, like, trying to pay attention to her and trying to, like, get her into it or whatever. And uh, she wasn't really giving me a lot of time. And then uh, she... I, I don't know what it was but like there was a way where she found out that I was like a virgin that I'd never had yeah. sex and she was like interested in that for some reason because she was crazy she was like yo what's up like let's hang out come to my room and I went to her room and you know it was it was pretty she didn't like explain it in words but it was pretty obvious she was like w- like let's fuck let's like let's have sex because I guess was like got off on that idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I had sex with her and it was great And I felt really good about myself because I finally had sex And then I went to talk to her like The next day I was like hey what's up And she was like bored she was like hey what's going on I was like nothing so do you want to hang out again And she was like nah And she never really explained it to me but it was essentially like She only wanted to do that for the novelty mm-hmm. And then like didn't care about me And I was an idiot I was like oh maybe we're going to end up dating Like I got to get to be with you hot were a hot chick And she was Pop. just not <laughs> That's harsh
1: <laughs> you added... She she added I mean, you to her collection, but she doesn't even care about the collection. That's insane.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, yeah it was rough. And she, like, wouldn't pay attention to me. I felt like shit. And I didn't fuck after that for, like... I guess it wasn't that long, but it was, like, six months or something. Which, like, felt like a long time. Like, I had sex once, and then I didn't do it again for, like, six months. And so we went to college together for, like, all of undergrad. And I, like knew her we probably had like a lecture hall together at some point but we just didn't like interact it was always weird i'd like see her and it was like i'd get like i was fine or whatever but I'd, I'd just be walking around and then i'd like see her and i'd be like fuck and it just reminded me of how much like a loser i was and how like stupid i just seeing her reminded me that i sucked I like so anyway that. it was like april of the year i was going to graduate from my undergrad and i went to this bar There was this dude there who was a buddy of a buddy of mine who was a fucked up dude. He was like, he was the kind of guy who like carried a knife with him so he could like show people that he had a knife. He was just a fucking idiot, like a weirdo idiot. And he was drunk as fuck. And uh, my buddy uh, Christian was trying to calm him down because they were friends. And this guy's there's this big lineup outside of a bar, and this guy's just like yelling at people in the lineup, like just being drunk and obnoxious in the street. And Christian tries to calm him down. And so he's like getting really aggressive with my friend Christian, who's like not a fighter at all. And like, you know, thinks this guy's like his friend. So I go up to him I'm like, hey, man, calm down. And then he just fucking runs at me and tackles me. And it was like, I mean, I don't need to make myself sound like more of a badass than am, But it was the easiest thing in the world. He tackled me at the waist. And then I just did like like a guillotine choke. I just clasped my hands in like a gable grip. And yeah. pulled and got like like him in like quarter guard. I put like a very tiny hook on, and then he just thrashed around for about ten seconds until he passed out. And nice. so then I like let go and I stood up and he was like like uh, next to me uh, on the street. Now this part I remember it exactly this way, but everybody who says this is like full of shit. So we we can say this is not true, but this is what I remember. Everybody clapped. Like a lineup full of people saw me choke this guy unconscious. And then everybody was like, yeah, fuck this guy, because he'd be yelling at these people. I know that sounds like bullshit, but like a bunch of people clapped. And then that girl who was like the first girl I'd slept with, who had not talked to me like four years, she came over. She was like, What's up? I was like, Oh hey, what's up, woman who's ignored me for 42 months? Like how are you and she was like good are you like going to this bar and i was like yeah and she's like oh well i don't know i was thinking of going but i don't really feel like it maybe we should hang out and then we just went to her place and fucked because she saw me like do violence to this guy and then yeah and then i had like a complex for years about like how badly i must (laughs) have fucked her that she didn't want to talk to me again and then it was like it, it's like karmically resolved itself. Yeah,
1: dude, that's that is so beautiful. That is the most beautiful story <laughs> I've ever heard. It, oh, that's the fucking best redemption arc. If that was a movie, I, I would have fucking been like, "No, that's bullshit. That doesn't happen." But hearing in real life, like that, you you maybe maybe you, you know fucked bad. Maybe you didn't. Maybe it was her being a complete <laughs> asshole, you. right? That's because that's what it sounds like. It Sounds like you a virgin you might not have fucked great but I mean I have I've been not a virgin for a long time but I've not fucked great plenty of times with my current spouse and she hasn't (laughs) left me you know what I mean like this happens (laughs) this happens to motherfuckers so I want to put it on her that she was just a dick and just collected you like a funko pop and then fucking was so like turned off after that that she couldn't even look at you or communicate you but then communicate with you then the moment she saw you essentially simulate the the death of a human, right? Like, you, what you did Ugh. was you demonstrated to everybody else that you could have killed this guy. Because if you don't let go, he dies, right? Like, that's, yeah. that's what a choke is. If you don't let go, he dies. So you showed everybody, I could have killed that guy. And she just got a fucking big-ass boner for it. She got a murder boner, is what she did. <laughs> and she had to fuck you. I gave <laughs> that
0: chick <laughs> a murder boner. Yeah, man. Dude, this has been... A horny and aggressive episode of the podcast. All we've done is talked about like 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 fighting and fucking fucking girls who are in 4 H and punching a cow and then I guess being mad about racism. But I think This is a perfect fusion. I don't know, of I don't our know two if it's...
1: personalities. Your horny personality <laughs> My aggressive personality. <laughs> oh,
0: is that how it works? Yeah. I don't know. I might be more aggressive than I let on and it's possible that you're hornier than you let on. See? That might be
1: we are yeah. the yin and yang of horny and aggressive that's right <laughs> so alright I have <laughs> that's I have a fuck ton of fight stories some of them suck right like one time uh, I went through like a bit of a mod era where I was like I would listen to like punk rock and uh, death metal black metal and but I dressed really terribly I thought I fucking
0: love this I love this I'm so happy that this happened, and I know about it. I, I,
1: because here's, I know you can imagine it all in your head. I'll just tell you what I was wearing the day this happened: a pair of corduroy pants. Because my, my mindset was like punk, punk rockers and black metal guys all wear uniforms. I'm gonna be different, and I ended up looking like any other fucking mod douchebag. Uh, I had a pair of corduroy pants on, a uh, regular like white t-shirt with like a band on it or some shit, but I wore a uh uh too small like rotc air force style jacket with like pins punk rock pins and shit all on it right way too small couldn't like close my arms and uh fedora so i'm out or i'm getting high with my friends uh and playing gamecube at my at my my friend's house uh that dude's actually dead now when i think about it killed himself in jail um we're there getting high hanging Great. out
0: <laughs> just just gloss over that. No, go ahead. I don't go know ahead.
1: why. No, I have no idea why. He was going to jail or he was in jail and he, he hung himself. I don't know. I never found out why. <laughs>
0: okay. Um. All right. So you're at this dead guy's house playing GameCube. Right.
1: But he wasn't dead at the time. He was alive. And, and we're getting stoned. <laughs>
0: You're, it's a it's a weekend at Bernie's situation. You have like the controller in his hands, and you're like, oh, look at him wave dash. It's so funny. Okay, sorry.
1: Oh, I beat you 14 times in one day, ha. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, so you're doing that. You're doing the weekend at Bernie's, the weekend at Bernie's thing.
1: Uh, oh, that's right. No, we couldn't smoke inside because homeboy loses his grandma, so we have to go outside to smoke weed. She doesn't care if we smoke weed; she just doesn't want to just, uh, do it inside. So we go outside to smoke weed and this other, so all five black dudes in my town are now on the same street and we're around each other. I'm with two of them. I am one of them. Two of them are walking up the road, right? And my friend Rob goes, oh shit, Jerry, there's George right there. Fuck, dude. I had to fight this guy. I knew I had to fight this guy uh, a couple of days before. My girlfriend at the time, my white 4-H girlfriend at the time, different white 4-H girlfriend, but my white 4-H girlfriend at the time um, went to, like, a a country show at one of these local uh, venues or whatever, and that dude was there with his family and slapped her on the ass and fucking got kicked out for it, right? And, I mean, I had to fight the guy. I had to fight the guy. Everybody knew about it. I had to fight the guy. It had to happen. But he's, like, 6'5", right? And, like... Big and black. He's like a big, black six-five guy. That's how I just imagined that guy, and that's the guy. Like he could. Okay. He, he did, in fact, play on our undefeated uh, varsity football team on the defensive line. They called him the freak. Javon Curse was in the league at the time. They called Javon first. The Javon Curse, the freak. This dude was our high school's version of the freak. I had no business fighting this guy. Plus, I'm dressed like a dumbass. Okay. Plus, I'm high as fuck. Um, And I'm with the only two people that are for sure not going to help. Here's a thing in black culture, right, uh, that you might not be aware of, is a lot of these, like, actual honor fights, everybody's like, no, you have to make your own bones here. If you get your ass kicked, you get your ass kicked. So, like, people will just stand around and watch any fight that I've been in with, like, even one white friend, homeboy gets involved somehow, he's like, no, we're not letting this shit go down fuck that, I wanna fight somebody too my friend Chris one time just turned and started punching some dude in the face who wasn't even involved in the fight, because me and these other guys were in fights, like, he was just riled up and into it, black friends nah, they're just like, go handle your business, and if that guy murders you we'll call 911 when it's over or whatever so I hit the blunt real fucking hard and that shit, I come out I mean, yo I don't know why I simulated that joint For so long, I'm like, yo You slapped my girlfriend on the ass I didn't like that very much And he's like, I don't give a fuck I'm Like, yeah Yeah, that makes sense And I kind of turned a little bit Like, whatever dude, I'll let it go And i like, turn a little bit, and I'm like, I'm gonna sucker punch this guy Right? And I go to turn to sucker punch This guy, but I can't move my body Because I'm wearing this Two sizes too small jacket. it's for probably women. And so I do this rotation like this. That's probably full speed. like I'm like I'm
0: you look like for, for the listeners, Jerry looks like a like if you turn a teddy bear and it's just arms stay in the same position because you're like shifting it, that's what he looks like.
1: Imagine you grabbed two bars and then just went to the left with them. That's what I, <laughs> that's what I did. And the way you turn when you're like moving a heavy box. <laughs> <laughs> That's so accurate, except for this this is a fight. <laughs> and okay. so okay. I hit him. I hit him square in the face with that motion. It just doesn't do anything. And dude who's a hundred pounds heavier than me, four inches fuck, or three inches taller than me, uh probably four at the time. I'm a teenager. Uh picks me up and throws me into the back of a boat because there's like a dude, there's a truck and a boat thing right there and the fucking boat on the boat trailer right there throws throws me into the back of a fucking boat. I just get smashed into the fucking like it's like a sideways throw, right? And I get to the fucking the the inside of the boat where it's like the I don't know, the part that goes off to the water where you like if you were in the back skiing, it's the part that you would step on, right?
0: right oh yeah throws
1: me into that fucking part and just starts punching the shit out of my chest and fucking neck area because I put my arms up like this and he was like okay so I won't hit you in the head I'll hit you where it hurts even more and fucking just starts plugging me away at the fucking body and in the chest and I'm like kicking at him or whatever and he's pushing my legs away just punching the fuck out of me until eventually I roll off stand up and he throws a huge ass haymaker and I have my wits about me and I just duck and he plugs the fucking wall of the house that's right there as hard as he fucking can with a punch that would have fucking ruined me I'm telling you he punches the fucking wall and you can just hear the bones in his hand snap dude it's the fucking worst (laughs) sound ever and I fucking rip that jacket off and just run so fast because he hits the wall and he goes and I'm fucking half naked gone running bleeding from my fucking face my ribs are all fucked up i run three blocks up the road to my fucking friend's house through his garage and just his inside his filipino mother sat there looking at me she goes are you okay boy what is wrong with you coming to my house right now and i'm like i'm sorry regina i got beat up and she goes oh you look so bad come here and she's like cleaning me up and shit and then my other friends come uh you know with it and they like come inside like are you are you good no, I got fucked up. My friend Rob is like, Yeah, fucked up. Bad dude. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, fuck you guys. Nobody said anything or like, hey, stop, dude. I was dying. And they're like, eh. I mean, you went out there to fight him. You motherfucker. This is like I was gonna die. This is a this is a
0: part of race relations that I don't understand at all. That fucking black guys just let other guys fight. That's like <laughs> Like I like to picture I'm there and this guy's fighting you and I jump in and then six other people including you are like, this is racist what you're doing right now. Your decision to involve yourself this is really fucked up.
1: We just stop fighting, we're like, what are you doing zombie? What the fuck?
0: (laughs) Okay. This fucking honky ass bullshit. Okay,
1: so but here's the other thing though, it would be funny if in the same scenario where it's all these black dudes standing, two black dudes fighting, one white dude uh setting on the side and then we stop and we look and we go, what is this? A Mandingo fight? Are you gonna watch? Are you gonna walk away? Like you, know, like, you have to pay everybody else is cool, but what you're doing is racist. Yeah. Well especially
0: if I have like a monocle and a <laughs> smoking jacket. I just take I'm just watching. <laughs> yeah, I got i have smoked one of those one of those cigarettes with like the, the long-, long tube <laughs> so it doesn't yellow my teeth. That is <laughs>
1: So that was <laughs> like, what the fuck? I think that's my equivalent to your like just getting your ass kicked because you're high, but that I was the aggressor. Um, and realistically, I, I, um, cheated on that girl with my, with the woman that I'm with now, like three weeks after that. So it didn't need to happen at all. I really wasn't <laughs> that into her. It was just like a matter of honor that I, I just felt like I needed to, but. Uh, different time, I guess I could tell you, it's, it's the piss story time. This one's gonna make me look kind of like a, a really, uh, bad person. So,
0: you walk up to this guy, and (laughs) you're like, hey, what's up? You're looking kind of cute. I'd like to fucking piss, I'd like to piss all over you and then he's like yeah that actually i mean i appreciate your orientation but i'm actually heterosexual and you're like what the fuck do you mean all lives matter this guy's out here saying all lives matter you're fucked up <laughs> you're gonna catch these hands
1: <laughs> what this,
0: this version of all the fake versions of you i've made up this is my favorite fake jerry that i've ever
1: heard <laughs> <Gay> this <Miss> jerry <laughs> when, when he's rejected yeah. he calls fucking racism
0: yeah, yeah, he accuses people of racism when they don't want to do his weird, gay water
1: <laughs> <All right>. That's... <laughs> So I gotta fucking catch I'm like actually sweating from laughter you will one day make no, dude, a dude die have, from laughter you have
0: you you say that you say that to someone you're like hey what's up you wanna do a bunch of gay shit maybe definitely involve in piss and the guy's like I don't what what are you talking about and then you just have a confederate flag in your pocket and you like take it out and throw it at him and you're like why the fuck would you have that in public this is crazy in central California I'm th- I feel threatened this is a, th- a non-verbal threat you issued out. You son of a bitch. And then it's just fucking... Vox picks it up and it's po- universally positive coverage. It's just you. You're in your fucking gay mod outfit and you're like, I don't know, it's hard out here. Everybody's so racist.
1: Imagine Imagine this scene where it's like happens to be a photographer like nearby right and you you know I do the pitch like hey dude you want to do you want to go do docking but then like I'll piss inside your foreskin so it gets big and we'll just pee all over the place and he goes I'm sorry I wasn't listening what was that and so I throw the confederate flag at him and then go ah! and right as they take a picture and, and he's catching it at the same time so when Vox or when when now this puts out the video that says this black guy was confronted by a Confederate, yeah. you yeah won't it's the now the this story. video the like holy shit Al Jazeera picks it <laughs> up the like
0: thirty second now yeah. this clip that's so funny <laughs> you could gonna be the king of now this just because wow dude <coughs> so... that's fucking that's fucking sick.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, the real piss story is nowhere near as good. Uh, it doesn't make me seem worse than that version of me, but it still makes me seem bad. So, for a it's fu- it's fucking it's fuck no hold
0: on sorry it's, it's 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 fucking a cop and he's <laughs> on the stand. It's like nine months later, and they're like, "Without provocation, you you assaulted this young black man." He's like, "Without provocation." He told me he wanted to pee up my bum and fill me like a balloon. And they're like, that's not what the video says. And then they just cut to a video of you. And you're like, please don't, police brutality. No. Ah,
1: no. I want to live. <laughs> mama. And that
0: guy goes to jail.
1: Mama. My hands is up. Don't shoot. Just go through all the words. Just go through all the words. Holy shit i just start screaming okay I just start sorry screaming. what do you mean i deserve Flint, michigan water what do you fucking mean <laughs> he's like what i'm sorry i asked if this was your stop i'm what <laughs> all right so i i want
0: to i want to I wanna fuck you in a dirty i want to fuck you in a dirty porta potty i can't breathe i can't breathe seriously though i would like to take you into like uh, like a rest area by like a hiking trail and do unspeakable shit to you. I can't breathe. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry.
1: <laughs> Please go ahead with your lovely stuff. <laughs> I think I can, okay uh, I don't remember Oh, the pit story. uh Okay, so I used to hang at the skate park a lot The skate park is um, Two cities away I live in A small town of like 10,000 people at the time um, In between, or right after that Is like a, a We'll call it a city with like 100,000 people, right? And then across the bridge, across the river Is another, a different city most of the times these would be like one city. It's really dumb here, okay? Uh it's probably gerrymandering to be specific. But anyway, so where yeah, they over there is like the rich people. Over there is like the suburban um middle class people. In between there and here is like the kind of, you know, lower income people. And this is like poor, right? So here in poor town, we could get oxycotton. No problem. They just dish it out to everybody's fucking kind of sick grandma or whatever, and everybody took it. I was huge into OxyCotton. I was really fucked up from it. Uh, But what I found was cool and really lucrative was if I took that OxyCotton and took it to the city and sold it to people in the city, which eventually led to me no longer being able to get OxyCotton because I needed more OxyCotton than I could sell. Uh, and so I would just get other types of pills that looked like the Oxycontin. It was no big deal. Just pink, any pink pill, just get that, sell that to somebody at the skate park and then leave. The guy's not going to come back tomorrow or the next day or the next day. He's going to come back in a, t- a few hours to look for you, to find you, to like kick your ass. And if you're not there, he's going to leave. No big deal. Uh, so I'd scammed tons of people. One time I scammed a dude that I guess knew me. I didn't know that he knew me. Um, but he knew me and I gave him these fucking heart medicine that honestly he was the dumbest person I had ever scammed because I scammed everybody else with some type of pink pill right even if it came down to like fucking Tylenol and I I lick my finger and rub all around the fucking Tylenol until it was not as red as it was right like even those guys were um harder to scam than this guy because these heart pills were like white or like a hue of uh white yellow and if you fucking broke them open they were yellow on the inside even still at the time oxycotton were white on the inside and people would often melt them down and and fucking huff them or inject them like heroin and the the yellow that was added was this other type of uh buffer probably like more tylenol that made it harder to melt in general that was like an attempt okay. to cut back on the amount of opioids that people used um without directly impacting the effectiveness of it or how they used it right okay so Okay. I don't know, that's Oxycontin fucking lesson for you from California. Anyway, so one of the things that I had done was I'd given this guy these pills, these obviously fake pills, and then left. And then went and hung out with my friends in the town next to that. So we're no longer in the city, we're in the other city across the bridge there. This dude shows up, because he knows who I am, and he knows my friends, and so he shows up at my friend's house fucking pissed. And I'm like, fuck, Uh, well guys i did actually scam that guy they're like oh fuck now we gotta it's gonna be a big rumble he came with his friends and shit so we're outside we're all talking shit and this dude swings at me i don't duck like i'm always big into like ducking and head movement i don't duck all the way but i get down enough that he like clips me on the top of the head right and i fucking fall as i'm falling he comes like fucking get on top of me and move I have been doing jujitsu at this point uh, and watching fucking pride fight. And I'm like, I, I know what I'm doing at this point. Like, I know what I'm doing. uh, If you don't know what you're doing. So as we go to the ground, I kick his legs, right. So that he actually falls into my guard and I can get behind him and start to like choke him out. Well, he's like fighting bites into my fucking forearm. Like as I'm trying to like get the choke, he eventually gets his head downward and just bites into my arm. And that fucking sucks but I let go and I just start punching him in the side of the head, the back of the head and like the neck area and like smashing his face. Eventually he's mostly like knocked out. He's not like knocked out snoring, but he's just too fucked up from blows to the head and getting his head smashed on the ground. They're like, he can't fight anymore. Um, my friends have mostly beat the shit out of the other guys that were there until like one of them started to win against my friends. And then my friends jumped that guy. So like it's mostly done. Um, girlfriends are screaming moms are pulling people apart the, the the focus is off of me i think at this point but I, it's nighttime when i don't realize in all the adrenaline that we are standing in the only lit spot right here because you know street lights are one on either side and they're like separated by maybe like 200 right. feet. right yeah so they are in the dark i have no fucking idea that i am literally in the spotlight right here and the only person anybody can actually see clearly I figure, hey, no one's paying attention. This is a perfect opportunity to first rob this guy's wallet, and then I'm going to pee on it. That's my, I'm, oh, I'm so brilliant because <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to fucking ruin this guy's reputation by pissing all over him. And then people are going to be like, you got to a fight and you got covered in piss. Ha, 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 ha. I pull my dick out and I start pissing on this fucking dude, right? And he's like, oh, fuck, what the fuck, man? And everybody else is like, what the fuck jerry and i'm like huh (laughs) huh what everybody is there moms neighbors cops are like gonna roll up you could hear them like coming it's like everything is going on this neighborhood is alive and i am standing here 16 year old pissing on another fucking dude after i fucking (laughs) like robbed him uh, robbed him twice Scammed him to give him pills that were probably Dangerous to take right like like it, The whole thing is like I'm a bad Guy and I fucking decide I'm gonna Pee on him everybody sees it I'm like fucking shit I'm pretty embarrassed by that And then for a long time uh, The people that were there Aware of it would like casually mention It we were like at a bar later on when we we're Adults like yeah one time Jerry got Into a fight and fucking pissed on a guy It's like, whatever. It's a bit of a, uh, a bit of a addition to like the, oh, Jerry gets, does weird shit when he gets into fights. But I don't really think anything of it. I'm 26. I'm going to a car dealership where the job is sewn up. Everybody in the chain of command knows somebody in my family. They want to give me the job. They know, I know what I'm doing. They know I'm a a decent enough mechanic to take this job and like uh, grow or whatever. Um, And it's like, fine. This is basically show up do a fake interview, you're pretty much already hired. I walk in the door, like hi, my name's Jerry, I'm here for an interview and as soon as I say that, this dude's right there, student dude Mark, he goes, oh shit Jerry? Hell yeah, dude I remember I saw you get into a fight one time, you fucked this dude up and pissed all over him, dude, that was fucking nuts. What are you here for right now? Are you buying a car? No I'm here to start a career as a mechanic for Ford for like ever. And you just told my boss that you watched me pee on a man in a fist fight. I did not get that job. I did not get that job.
0: Could you not be like, look, dude, I think you have me confused
1: with somebody else. I don't... I didn't even think that. I just, it happened. And I think what I did was like, (laughs) yeah. And just like, (laughs) it was just so, I don't know, that I regretted that at that moment so much. So much. It was. That's, that's sad. I'm sad. Yeah. Uh,
0: Fuck that. What was that guy's name?
1: (laughs) What was that guy's name? (laughs) His name is Mark.
0: You should piss on Mark. Oh, no. That's fucked up that he did. No,
1: no, no, no. Mark was the guy that mentioned the thing. Uh that guy's name was Who's the idiot at the job? That was yeah, the the guy the guy at the job was Mark. You should piss on Mark. You should piss on that's Mark. That's crazy
0: that he, That's crazy that he did that. What a fucking <laughs> Just a guy who overshares information. What a shitty
1: guy. And we One thing, if you overshared, like, oh, hey, you got really drunk at that party that one time. That's like, oh, he, you know, a long time ago I got drunk at a party. Yeah. People do that. I don't think that your employer is going to be surprised to hear, like, 10 years ago you got drunk at a party. Everybody's going to be surprised that when you got into a fight, you peed on a man. Like, nobody is going to take that, that sucks. normally, you know? it's like, fuck. Okay, dude. So, like, yeah. I mean, I won the fight, right? I mean, he... He lost the fight. Yeah, but it doesn't matter.
0: I love the part where you clarified. You're like, I'm in the wrong here. It's like, no shit. You scammed a guy. And then when he confronted you, you beat him up and pissed on his head.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I I did do that.
0: Of course you're in the wrong.
1: (laughs) I just. You don't have to explain that to me. Well, I don't want people to think like uh because i uh, so i've have told stories you know when i tell people like i've been in knife fights and felonies and shit they're like oh you think you're a badass no 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 these are all stupid stories is the thing like i don't i have some fight stories that are like good stories but i'll never tell those stories because they're like that's where it's like oh you think you're a badass when i tell the knife fight story it's funny because i stopped a woman from getting physically abused by a man who was like intoxicated who'd already struck her right there in front of me and i went out there and, and stabbed him but i'm the one that went to fell. i'm the one that got a felony and went to jail that's like that's the funny part i i don't really care about the rest of it
0: what the, okay just uh real quick if you can how does that there's no law that says you can like stop an assault by assaulting someone you're not yeah. allowed to do that
1: you absolutely are and that's why i didn't go to prison 10 years. But I was I was charged with assault with a deadly weapon uh, with great bodily injury. Um and uh yeah, I got charged with a felony. I was on trial for just over a year. I went to like eight eight court dates, seven court dates, something like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was uh it was uh, going to go to a jury trial, but then they were like, all right, well, we're just going to let this go. What essentially what happened was after the fight happened, um because I fled the scene or whatever when the cops arrived, they had to arrest me, which I was cool with. Um, but then in the interrogation portion of it, I fucked up and just told the guy what happened, and he's like, "Well, I could give you charges for that, and you just fight him in court." And that's what happened.
0: <laughs> what just so he just because that means he's good at his job.
1: Yeah, I mean, he took like my kind of mindset. What I I think happened is that because it took three hours. To uh, come to the scene, collect everybody's statements, right? Take me to the hospital, take him to the hospital. I like That's when I had my finger almost cut off, right? And then he had a bunch of knife wounds and shit. So, like, everybody was getting stitches and all this other stuff and then booking or then taking me to the jail, interrogation and all that other stuff. It was like three or four hours. If he actually does his job correctly, I just go out front and go home, right? And then he's just kind of done all this with no result He needs a result out of it And it was to arrest me Which is, you know, do with it as you will uh, A lot of people like to point out that the drunk white dude That was assaulting his wife in front of my house Did not go to jail uh, But the black dude with the knife that ran out of the dark did whatever <laughs> it's whatever
0: <laughs> yeah man that's fucking i don't know what to say that's fucking crazy it's whatever you just you just can't talk to the cops yeah like you real, like you just can't
1: no that's true just shut the fuck up don't talk to the cops if you get, get a lawyer
0: yeah if you get robbed and the cops show up and they're like so you got robbed i'd be like well it seems like it i couldn't say I could make a definitive statement one way or another about <laughs> what's happened. Well, I mean, even... You'll have to investigate.
1: Even, like, uh, like consider all these aspects, right? I called the police. I called 911. was like, I just witnessed a uh, case of domestic violence. I tried to stop it. The guy tried to pull a weapon on me. I had to defend myself. His friends just went to get a gun. I'm hiding from them right now. Uh, Just from that, you would think, like, the cops are going to come and detain the largest group of people, Right. They didn't even do that. They just showed up and started looking for me. I'm hiding from dudes with guns in like, a bush. <laughs> Until I know the cops Jesus. come, I didn't even pop out. So I didn't know they had gone into my house and, like, walked around my house, like, fucking breaching and clearing rooms and shit. And then I'm, like, I come out. I'm, like, oh, the fucking cops are here finally. And I'm, like, cuffed up. I'm fucked up. I'm getting fucking scuffed into the cop, <laughs> cop car on the fucking hood and shit. It was not fun. It's very much not fun. Jesus. And that dude's right there like, "Yeah, that's the guy, I'm pretty sure." I'm like, "No, it was me." I def I definitely stabbed him. He was beating the shit out of that woman. And then so I went to jail. If I had got a lawyer, right? I probably still would have done a day in jail, um, waiting for the lawyer to come and do their thing. Cause it was like the middle of the night, but at the same time, I wouldn't have been charged with a felony.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can't say You can't say anything. My girlfriend and I have fought about this before. I'd be like, if I ever get arrested, they'd be like, so, is this your name? I'd be like, I don't know what my name is. And they'd be like, you don't know what your name is? I'd be like, that's right. Mm -hmm. And then I'd be like, I don't have anything else to say. And they're like, well, we can hold you for 24 hours. And they'd be like, okay, well, then you're going to learn about the history of sea shanties. So I hope you're excited for that. (laughs) That's all we're talking about. Fuck it. I, I don't know what my name is, but I can fucking I got this cool idea about Minute Bowl. Listen to this.
1: <laughs> oh what? Well, but every time I've ever been interrogated other than the time that cause that time I legitimately did not believe I was being arrested on a felony. I the cops very much led me to believe that, that he was being arrested and everything was fine. Every other time I knew I was like I was getting in, in big trouble. So I would do this thing where I would just sit. Like, because they leave you at the table in the room. I would just sit with my hands on the table and just stare straight for a while. And then when someone would come in, I would go, Hey, what's up? And just be really white, really um, like articulate and like quote unquote normal. But it was very creepy. Every single cop was very put off. They'd be like, uh, Hello, do you know why you're here today? No, actually, I'm not totally sure what's going on right now. Could you help me out? And he would just be like, "Uh, okay, so your name's Jerry. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. What has happened today? And they're just like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? I couldn't do a crime. I'm just a baby. (laughs) Where,
0: where, where? Where? I don't know what the laws are.
1: I'm a baby. With my hands. Where, where, where? I'm just a baby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Uh... All right, dude. That well that was fucking sick. Uh, you know. You're maybe, you know, my most dangerous friend, but we seem pretty cool with me making wildish, wild accusations about you. So, I think everything's going to be okay.
1: Yeah. No, that's fine. I, I don't mind having people accuse me of things. Look, I I think what's the what's the like uh theme of this show? Uh ho- horny, horny and aggressive. I think that is a very yeah. a very solid um, way to wrap this show up by saying the theme of this episode, now at the end, where usually we say at the beginning, is horny and aggressive.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what we'll call this. I'm going to call it, I can't go to prison, I'm just a baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a baby. I'm just a baby, <laughs> cop. Excuse me, I'm sir. Just a baby. Um, do you know what happened here? What are you saying that your people used to own my people? Well, I don't even understand that because I'm <laughs> just a baby. Like, so I've made him a racist, anti-baby cop in two seconds.
0: Uh yeah, Madam Reporter, could you please uh, bring back the interrogation of the interview? Uh, yes. Okay. Puts on her glasses. Um, Officer Mills. So, where were you at approximately 9:15 on the night of December 18th? uh defended what the fuck do you mean all lives matter that's some <laughs> fucked up racist shit to say okay right.
1: what do you what the fuck do you mean eugenics was a good thing
0: <laughs> hitler did nothing wrong i'm not so sure about that all right everybody uh thanks for listening to sunday school uh that's it that's all i'm gonna say
1: well, I want to I want to say follow Zombie on, twi- on Twitter at Bennett Davidian. Follow me also on Twitter, yeah. I'm a lot of Jesus.
0: Yeah, and subscribe to wherever we post this. to subscribe to follow us on Spotify, Uh will you get the new? I mean, I can't do it. I'll promote. We'll promote it next time. Next, next time we'll promote
1: it. Listen to future episodes when we promote it better.
0: Yeah, listen in the future when we will care more. Okay, goodbye. (laughs)